there are always charges or expenses that I think architects don't get reimbursed for here in Ghana. Now, it could be because they don't ask to be reimbursed except for certain instances that could definitely occur in other fields, in other professional fields. And out-of-pocket expenses are the list of expenses that you should be familiar with in case an architect requests for reimbursements. Um, so that you wouldn't be shocked when it happens. Moreover, architects have been given the mandate for these expenses to be reimbursed, meaning you definitely have to pay for them because they are directly related to the services that are being rendered for you. This is the paradigm shift to bring a change to the thinking of architecture. I am Zimu. This is Architectural Revolution. Before we go into detail of what out-of-pocket expenses, uh, let's uh, let's recap the definition of out-of-pocket expenses and out-of-pocket expenses are basically described as activities performed by architects on behalf of the client that that is related to their projects now the activities involving those expenses may include printing of documents and drawings traveling and traveling time hotel expenses and other disbursements if it's Unless it's otherwise incorporated in a lump sum charge, all these expenses are incurred. If all these expenses are incurred, they, they will definitely be they should be reimbursed as an additional charge. Now I'm going to list out all the out-of-pocket expenses that have been referred to by the Ghana Institute of Architects and then talk a bit about what they involve. I'll begin with traveling expenses, which includes all travel costs and expenses relating directly to the project. Now, uh, they could consist of transport selected by the architect or travel by private vehicle at the rates per kilometer recommended by the GIA from time to time. Uh, at this moment, I do not know the recommended rates per kilometer that the GIA uh, gives out but i'm sure your actors can be able to inquire from them as to what the rate per kilometer charge is for traveling expenses by private vehicle and under the traveling expenses we have time allowance and per diem allowance or daily allowance for time allowance it is time spent traveling in connection with the project and it should be charged on a time basis at the full rate between 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and at one third the full rate outside of those hours. The per diem allowance is the actual cost of accommodation, meals, and reasonable out-of-pocket expenses. I think this is fairly understandable. Although I think uh, all most projects would occur in Accra unless. Um, an actor is engaged to work on a project outside 
outside Accra or Kumasi or you know the cities, depending on where the project is located, these expenses will definitely have to be reimbursed to the architects, depending on daily allowance and then time allowance. Next, we have telephone and postal charges. Uh, these charges uh, include toll calls, messages, telegrams, fax systems, cables, air freight, and special courier services, and also postal charges for documents. I don't know why telegram is, is included in these charges, but I don't remember the last time somebody sent a telegram in the world, let alone Ghana. Fax systems, uh, probably the same thing. But I'm guessing messages, services, and postal charges that are related to um, the project and documents. I think most people might charge for postal charge, uh, postal charges for documents. But nowadays, with email and the rise of the internet in the, during the 1990s, I doubt this would actually apply anymore. Again, I don't, I don't know why it's included in the out-of-pocket expenses in the GI documents, but uh, there it is. So, so I guess maybe the architect might ignore this as none of them are being used. And you cannot really charge for uh, internet. Or maybe you can, but internet to send email is, is no, no, I, I doubt. I doubt people will charge for that. So probably this this can be ignored but it's still good to be aware of it and then we have statutory charges these are fees paid by the architects on behalf of the client to authorities having jurisdiction over the project i would say this could include or payments of building permits and building documents to the district assemblies town and country planning or what other organization? Uh, the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency. There are a whole lot more, but they are there. So, fees paid by the client on behalf of the, or by the architect on behalf of the client, you know, having jurisdiction over the project. Then, advertising, the cost of advertisements and published notices in connection with the project. Uh, I think this might work well for developer or client organizations who are advertising a project housing, commercial building, offices, whatever it may be. If advertisements is included as an additional work and I take place for it, these are all out-of-pocket expenses. But I would say this could also include publishing works, although it's not, it's not directly advertising because publishing of works is mostly done by the architect, but if it's requested by the client, for works to be published in notable uh, journals, publications, websites, then I guess, and payments has to be made to those houses, those publishing houses or publishers, uh, then the client has to, you know, reimburse the architects for those things. And documents, the cost of documents issued, except those that have been provided under basic services. So additional documents that the clients may require or we could say after the project is done all documents have been issued and then the client wants documents the same documents again of his project he definitely has to pay for those 
because initially they would or could be included under if it's a lump sum it could be included under that or it could still be an additional charge for it but if after some time you request for extra documents that will definitely come out of the pocket of the architect and then you have to reimburse him for that whether he prints it in-house or does it in a printing house uses an external printing house that would not matter photographic services basically it's cost of photographic photography services that have been authorized by the client if the architect solely takes engages a photographer or videographer to uh, take pictures or shoots a video of their projects um, and it hasn't been authorized by the client those those expenses are solely on the architect but when you the client request for uh, the architect to engage one to get pictures and so on and so forth then you definitely have to pay the architect back for um, you know engaging the the creative the photographer for that then special material descriptive so i think so these are cost of services related to the preparation of special presentation material as requested by the client i'm not all too familiar with this one i think i'll have to ask uh, somebody from the j but um off the top of my head i'm guessing a special presentation material could include um, building models that is fiscal models or probably uh, using engaging somebody to ha do 3d printing and wait what other available material is the let's say virtual reality because most actual firms do not have that although in other countries the huge firms have begun something like this but of course that's still in the pocket that comes from the pocket of the architect and then if you require those special presentation materials maybe uh you then you would have to reimburse them for that then you come to building contract documents uh, the cost of gi or either general conditions of contracts so the contract documents are contract documents and then if you require of them or it's in regards to the architect's drafting all those documents between you and the contractor and how exactly it's that your project is going to be built and whatnot all those comes at a fee and for uh, the architects performing those duties in creating those documents yes it's it's also part of the fee structure has to be included rental of equipment now the rental of specialized equipment where it's required and agreed by the client has to be reimbursed to the architect so I, we could say rental of equipment maybe let's give an example of um a plotter you know those huge printers that print in a not sizes huge sheets rows of sheets or it could be renting a 3d printing machine from a source whatnot when the client requires something like that from the architect the architect then you know gets that done you then have to reimburse him for for that 
site representation. Now, the cost of all payments for site representation uh, that are additional to the basic services include establishment and traveling costs as agreed with the, with the client. So basic services of site representation is just, um, I, I think I said last week, in the condition of engagement, is not, architects do not need to visit the sites on a regular basis during the construction stage. But they ask when they are engaged for supervision services, supervisory services, they are supposed to go there from time to time. So if and when you need additional site representation to the basic service, then of course that needs to be paid for. And I also said that when that happens, doctors might choose to hire a clerk of works or uh, a resident architect and that also comes as a fee so that you know lines up with this as an out-of-pocket expenses if the actor has to then employ somebody to be there regularly but if if not um i guess the a bit of charge will come down but then if the actor is himself or herself is represent is going to the site and representing you frequently yeah it's still those expenses those travel expenses um, are, are inclusive then legal or other professional charges so jerry describes as any legal or professional charges which the architect may be required to incur in connection with the project i do not know of any instance where this has happened and um, i wish i did so that i could give an example but i guess this is how it is so but if, it's, if it says legal or professional charges, so professional charges maybe from um, consultants, other consultants, not secondary consultants, consultants that um, didn't seem, or professional bodies that it was not seen to be needed at the time. And if those charges, if they are engaged uh, in connection with the project to handle a, a certain aspect of it, then you need to pay for those charges right so the the list the out-of-pocket expense list it, it encompasses a lot that is related to the project you know it might not seem sorry it might seem a bit much it might seem a lot but i don't think you should expect that all expenses to hit you together to hit you all at once in your project that i guess might might not happen is it would hardly be the case and it might only happen you know in probably huge projects or projects that would involve let's say advertising or photography and and a whole lot of work from the architect that you the clients would then require of uh, out of pocket expenses isn't really invoiced by some architects in my opinion yeah isn't really invoiced by some architects. i think people just skip that part to favor the client which if you do get an architect like that i guess it's your luck but you should still know that it's supposed to be all those things are supposed to be charged and i don't know if because maybe that takes think um you would choose a different professional to handle your projects 
if that's the case, um, I think that's that's just a shame, and it shouldn't really be the case. But I think it's something you should know, and should get used to hearing and paying for because most professionals who are definitely paid their worth and their time are the ones who are mostly dedicated to the project at hand. And uh, funny thing is they always leave their clients satisfied. It might not be the case for all of them, but I'm just saying most most of them. I do hope maybe from this moment onwards, you'll put in mind that uh, the possibility of reimbursing your architects, there's that possibility of reimbursing architects for certain activities performed that you would require. And I do hope architects also start requesting for those reimbursements. Because as Peter Zumto said, space, architectural space is my thing. It's not really about facades, elevations, making images, or making money. My passion is creating space.